Hi everyone, it's from Row Phyllis. Unfiltered, unconventional, and unapologetic. Best describes our next guest. He has been selling out shows across the nation and has some serious fans. Over 1 million listeners on Spotify, 2 million followers on TikTok, and you know what? I could keep going on. <laughs> Welcome, Spencer Crandall. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, so you hear those kind of numbers and stats? What's that sound like? <laughs> it sounds very surreal. It's hard to process even something like a million. You're just like, I can barely understand like 10 humans or 100 humans. Right? A million, so many hundreds or tens. So it's, it trips me out, but it's so cool and such an honor. Yeah, it's awesome. Such an honor. Now, also, you've been extremely busy, determined. So let's talk about that you released three albums before your recent album, which mm -hmm. is Western. Yeah. And which is already has over 40 million streams. Crazy. Um, very crazy. And then you also made your Opry debut this year. Yeah. So what else is on the bucket list for, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's December 1st. Yeah. What else could there be? Goodness. Yeah, we're... we're we are in the coolest, weirdest place where we made all these goals and then we crushed them. So now we're like, what else should we do? So I think, you know, it's just to continue really to grow this thing and to add as much value through storytelling to our people. Like, and some people kind of just say that I mean that. I think that's why we're able to sell the tickets that we do because we really care about our people and we want them to have these stories that they can take into their lives and then come see them at a show. And so, Honestly, just put out a bunch more music and continue to, you know, find partners that we believe in, continue to grow the social media and all those things and everything else is just be authentic and tell my story. Isn't it amazing how social media has literally, I mean, that's where it's at. It really it's changed is. my life. I yeah. was getting out of college. I had two shoulder surgeries and I went to go play football and I had no idea what to do with my life. And that's where I just started messing around. I'd get on Instagram or Twitter. And then when TikTok came around, it genuinely, I went from a guy who, everyone's like, who's Spencer Crandall, to now being able to do what we do because of an app that I have on my phone. It exactly. feels impossible. It was a game changer for game so changer. many artists, mm -hmm. which is so amazing because five years ago, nobody would have ever even thought about that. No, I mean, right? could you imagine if it's like the 90s, you have to go like play on Broadway and just pray that like the head of A&R is like having a beer at the right time, at the right song. Now you can go find your people. You right. know, I'm completely independent, no label, no nothing. So to have the things that we have going on is so cool because you can go direct to the consumer. You can find your people, the people who are like, wait, I think that way. I feel that way. Right. It's incredible. And it's, it's changed my life for real. It's awesome. I was going to bring up one of the questions about, because um, you were on a path about football mm -hmm. and then had to find music. So how has music healed your soul? Mm. I mean, it continues to do that. I feel like music is like a tool when you feel like you can't keep going. You can find solidarity in the human experience. You can find other humans who are going, hey, you're not crazy. You're not alone. And that's super important. Anytime where I feel like I'm at my lowest, it's because I think people are going to think that I'm, you know, a piece of crap or that I'm doing whatever. And the reality is we're all trying our hardest. This is a really hard thing to do, which is to be a human. And music links us together. It shows us that we're not different. It shows us that we're actually crazy similar. Yeah. And it feels like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. And I mean, we'll feel it here tonight. Like when everybody gets together and they feel the same emotion and they sing the same words and they're drinking the same drinks, it's just a thing. And it's, it's almost indescribable. But for me, that heals my soul 
every time I step out of, from being on stage, I get back to the green room and I'm like pinching myself. I'm like, I get to do this. This is my actual job. So for me, it's everything. It really is. Let's talk about Western. Huge album, huge project, mm -hmm. just released a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, what went into the creation? I read something about um, six chapters. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, tell the viewers a little bit about what that means. Absolutely. So I've put out a couple albums and for me, I wanted to do something that lit me up creatively. And so I think every great album should answer, where are you from? Where are you now? And where are you going? And to me, I actually come from this long line of people who made like the old school Western journey on wagons. And, you know, I'm from Denver. So people from the hollers of Kentucky or the coal mines of West Virginia with nothing in their pocket, no plan B, moved across the country to chase the dream. And I always felt really connected to that story because ironically, I moved east to chase my dream when I found music and I didn't have a plan B. I loaded up my Nissan Pathfinder with all my little amount of belongings and I went for it. And I think on that journey, there's health and there's unhealth. So the six chapters, Scorpion, um, Revolver, Mustang, Pickaxe, Desert, and Gold, each one of those chapters talks about this kind of hero's journey, chasing your dreams in health and unhealth, what it looks like to be pulled away from your truest self and what it looks like to get pulled towards your truest self. You know, I, I talk about struggles with anxiety and sobriety. I talk about things like um, family and friends and all like the good things that are in life and the, and the tough parts of life. Because I think I could have done the Disney version where it's like, it's all happy and it all works out. But that's not what moves me. That's not what inspires me. I'm inspired by authenticity. I want people to tell their stories. So that's what I did. I told my whole life story in six chapters and 20 songs. And now it's out in the world. People well, can check it out. out in the world. And everybody loves 40 million streams in less than two months. Yeah, I mean, crazy. that's crazy. It's very crazy. You've got a lot of people <laughs> wanting that. So another question is on the album, which I found fascinating, is that you included a Justin Bieber song, mm -hmm. um, Anyone, and then Shania Twain's song, which is like my like go-to. Go. Yeah, oh awesome. my gosh, mm -hmm. you're still the one. But in your version, mm -hmm. why was it so important to put those songs on this album? Yeah, we were looking at doing a, a tour and we always play covers on the tour anyway. So that was part of it. But the biggest part of it is I had this like idea of each chapter telling a story and, and there was certain parts of a chapter where I'd go to my manager, Jeff, I'd go, I wish we had a song like anyone. I wish we had a song like You're Still the One. And eventually he's like, dude, let's just put out your version, the Spencer Crandall version of those songs. Then we can play them live. You know, it's great to kind of build or kind of bring people in who might not know me via the internet, you can go, here's something you know, now check out this other album that sounds like this. So it's been this gift that keeps on giving. They're two of my favorite songs of all time, so oh, I get to yeah. play them every night. And it's a, a, a point in our show where, you know, if a guy got dragged by his girlfriend, he's like, I don't know who Spencer Crandall is, he's gonna know those songs, he can sing them at the top yeah. of his lungs. And it's just super fun to sing songs that you love, that you look up to those people, you know? So holidays right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, do you guys have a holiday tradition that you follow every year? I go back to Colorado. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually snowing. And we just do kind of a quiet family Christmas. And it's really beautiful. We all get up, open presents. And my mom makes this bread that's been in our family for 200 years. It's called Stritzel. It's like this German bread. And it's crazy hard to make. And we all try to help her. But then she kind of eventually is like, get out of here. <laughs> and then we eat that on Christmas morning. And... We usually watch some sort of movie at night and it's eat a lot of bad food for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of carbs. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to give you my number um, and just 
text me. I'll give you the address. Could you send some of that food over? Literally, you oh have to try this drizzle. It's it'll change your life, and it's hard to explain. It's this like cloud bread from the future. I don't even know what it is. Wow. It's incredible. It has raisins. Maybe you don't like raisins. I like I it a lot. I love raisins. Yeah. So I look forward to that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Spencer, thank you again. And of we course. are so excited for tonight's performance live at Joe's on Weed Street. It's Front Row Phyllis. Joe, we need tonight.